Hello and welcome to Cyber 321, plain English cyber in three articles, two numbers and one action. My name is Sam Glynn and it is October 21st, 2022. This week, how a 15-year-old stole $24 million, uh, why we shouldn't worry about defects and worry more about phishing emails, and why it's not impossible to defend against ransomware attacks. And this week's action is don't trust your phone company with your house keys. So let's get into it. So the Register recently reported that panic over the risk of deepfake scams is completely overblown, according to John Shire, a senior security advisor for UK-based InfoSec company Sophos. Shire said current deepfakes, which would be artificial intelligence-generated videos that mimic humans, aren't the most efficient tool for scammers to utilise because simpler and cheaper attacks like phishing and other forms of social engineering work very well. As he's quoted as saying, people will give up info if you just ask them nicely. There are lots of great stories about how the bad guys are using AI and the latest tech to fool us. While these stories are interesting, they shouldn't distract us from the more likely threats and more common attacks that we face. If you are the victim of a cyber attack, it's still most likely to occur because of an email from a bad guy that fooled a staff member into doing something that they later regret. For example, clicking a link, downloading an attachment or paying a fake invoice. In the second article this week, it's not impossible to prevent a ransomware attack. And this comes from Ireland's National Cyber Security Centre, which recently published a very helpful infographic and short video to explain to non-techies how ransomware attacks succeed and the simple steps we should all take to reduce the risk of being the next victim. The infographic does an excellent job of summarising the key things we can do to reduce the risks. The older liables are all in there, keeping software up to date, using multi-factor authentication so your password is not enough for the bad guy to gain entry, multiple backups, including at least one that is not stored online. None of these security measures require a significant investment, but they all provide significant benefits. Small measures bring significant benefits. Isn't that the investment equation we all want? And in the last of the three articles this week, the Register recently reported on a 15-year-old cybercriminal who stole $24 million worth of cryptocurrency from one individual by bribing a mobile phone company employee. So what's the connection between $24 million and a phone company? It is the victim's mobile phone number. The victim had set up multi-factor authentication, MFA, on their email account, which, if you listen to this podcast, is always a good thing to do. Because it means a cybercriminal can't gain access to an email account with just a username and password. However, in this case, the MFA was configured to send the security codes to the victim's phone number. The 15-year-old cybercriminal bribed an AT&T employee to point this phone number at a different phone, which was owned by the 15-year-old. And this is called a SIM swap fraud. This meant that all calls and messages to this phone number went to the cybercriminal. The cybercriminal then went through the process to reset the victim's email account password. And once in the email account, they had a good look around and found information about the victim's cryptocurrency. And from there, the money was gone. This is a useful reminder that multi-factor authentication, 
is a simple step that brings significant benefits. However, not all MFA setups are the same. I know it's convenient to receive MFA security codes via text message, but it's not very secure. It can be bypassed through this type of SIM swap fraud. I discuss ways to deal with this in this week's action. The first of two numbers this week is less than $1 million, and that is the current value of the $24 million worth of cryptocurrency that was stolen when the 15-year-old bribed an AT&T employee. Cryptocurrency is not yet an investment. It's a gamble. There is nothing wrong with a gamble, but we shouldn't fool ourselves into thinking it's responsible investing. The second number this week is $100 million, and that is the amount of money stolen from Binance Bridge, one of the world's largest cryptocurrency exchanges, after a bad guy gained unauthorised online access to its internal systems. And that's according to a recent report by Tice. So what? Well, when was the last time we heard that an old, traditional, boring bank lost $100 million because someone online gained access to their internal systems? The action this week is don't trust your phone company with your house keys. Going back to my earlier story about a 15-year-old stealing someone's valuables after bribing a phone company employee, MFA security codes are the keys to your online kingdom. After all, these codes probably enable access to valuable accounts, such as your email account and your online banking account. If you receive these MFA codes as SMS text messages, a criminal only needs to find a way to reroute your phone number to their device to receive these keys to the kingdom. And a phone company employee is a common way for criminals to do this. So what? Well, in the real world, would you be comfortable knowing that an employee of your phone company could be fooled or bribed into handing your house keys to a criminal? Because in the online world, if you allow MFA security codes to be sent as SMS text messages to your phone number, that is exactly what you're doing. This is why it's important that you try to avoid the use of SMS for these security codes and instead use one of the many free authenticator apps. For example, Google Authenticator, LastPass Authenticator or Authy. These apps generate the security codes for you. When you use one of these authenticator apps, the criminal needs to get their hands on your physical phone before they can get these codes. Unless you happen to live near these criminals, and you happen to be a high-value target, most criminals won't bother. There are too many easier targets out there. And that's it for this week. Until next time, take care.